Uh, welcome back, guys. Welcome back to The Way In. I'm your host, Kuda. Um, sorry for the wait. It's been a long time, but we've had to uh, sort some things out. But we're back. And uh, we're back with a guest, um, Spoo. Introduce yourself, bro. Talk to the people. Hey, how's it, Kuda? Thanks for having me on the show. To all the listeners, what's up? My name is Spoo. And I'll just be here chopping it up with Kuda, seeing what we can uh, unpack with UFC 273. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we mentioned it. We're doing a 273 preview. Um, and yeah, stacked card, bro. Like, absolutely, like, it's it's stacked to the brim, bro. It's it's, it's actually quite, like, I'm, I'm quite liking, like, this format that the UFC is doing where they do, like, two title fights and then, like, an inverted commas, people's main event. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm quite liking that Events on their on their own nights, which which I'm also enjoying as well. It's exactly. usually or, or not usually there are times where you know you're just waiting for the main event or the or the one fight before the main event, the co-main event. But yeah, the way they're stacking them up, I think that they've really got a grasp on 2022 and how they're going to carry on with the year. Yeah, no, I've, I've just like how they've structured the cards this year, and I think they started it end of last year. They started with the whole yeah. with with like Diaz Edwards on that card, where they decided to do the whole. The, the the third fight being another main event so definitely keen so let's get into that people's main event we've got Gilbert Burns ranked number two in the welterweight division versus Khamzat Chimaev ranked number 11 um yeah dude this is an interesting matchup and it's also like uh, there's also like an interesting story um, going into this um I don't know if you've checked but like the the social media engagements with Khamzat compared to the to the rest of the whole card including the main event, which, you know, we have two title fights. We have a grudge match in the middle there. But this fight seems to be getting the most, like, attention in terms of, like, just looking at the YouTube, looking at Twitter, looking at Instagram. It's just Khamzat. It's like a Khamzat fight week. Um, so how are you feeling about this? I mean, what are you saying? I mean, in my opinion, I mean, we've got Paddy the Baddy, who I think is uh, possibly the most socially likable UFC fighter. But in terms of real bad man real yeah scary scary guy i think i think Hamzat is, is top of the ufc right now i think no one really wants to fight him um i know that burns said uh, i was waiting for a fight it just came up but i feel like ufc is is putting Hamzat in in that role to fight for a title but obviously not trying to jump the gun uh, i do believe that they think he's going to beat gilbert and I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, bro. And I'll tell you why. Is yeah. Gilbert's, Gilbert's fucking tough. His his record was what? 20, 20 and 4? 20 and 4, exactly. And, yeah. and the last he's person that he lost. Five, yeah, he's 5 and 1 at welterweight anyway. You know what I mean? Like like 20 and 4, 5 and 1 at welterweight. This guy's the real deal. Like it, it doesn't get much real than Gilbert Burns did. Exactly. And and that one is against the current welterweight champion and pound for pound best fighter in the world. So exactly. if they, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people that if Kamaru Uzman didn't exist would be the welterweight champion or uh would have gotten a title shot. So let's yeah. let's let's even forget that one because he's he's been on a ten the welterweight division. Yeah. His jujitsu is A one. Yeah, third degree black belt. Yeah. Third degree yeah. black belt, multiple time world champ in jujitsu, like dangerous man when it comes to the ground exactly he can stand up he can wrestle and yeah. i think if Hamzat gets a hold of him which i think that he will and Hamzat's wrestling is amazing we've all seen that i yeah. think once he gets down to the ground 
I think Burns might have a little bit of an advantage and I'm very keen to see how, how Hamzat navigates that. I mean, that's if it gets past the first round or, or past the first two minutes because we know that Hamzat is a finisher. Yeah, no, he's like, it's crazy. Like I was just, I was checking earlier and like his average fight time in the UFC is just three minutes and 14 seconds, bro. Like that's, that's a crazy, Insane. crazy fight time. Like this guy's literally, he's, 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 it's not fair, dude. Like sometimes, like he just, he goes in there and he just dominates these guys. And I think, I think what shocks people the most is how strong he is. Like, yeah, like he, doesn't look, he doesn't look yeah. like the strongest guy, but I think, the way you, you saw him handle Li, uh, Li Jingliang, like, mm, yeah. that's, like, that was his, like, coming out fight where everyone was like, Jesus Christ, like, there's Oak, he's, like, he's manhandling world-class fighters and making it look easy. Yeah, he was ranked number 10th at that time, yeah. uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I remember, I remember yeah. waking up in the morning and watching that live and yeah. seeing him pick him up Quickly up and walk towards Dana White and talk to him. I my my mind was blown. It was Dude. it was almost as surreal as watching um, Max Holloway versus Ortega. Yeah. Or or I, I, have you seen Dominic Cruz versus Cody Garbrandt? Yeah, yeah. When when Cody was just like yeah. there was that. Yeah. I, think it was, yeah. I can't remember which round. I think it was like the fourth or third round where um, Cruz throws a flurry and Cody slips everything and he just he does his little uh-huh. dance. Like and he's smooth with it. Yeah. Uh, that like when I watched those two fights, I, it it was almost that sort of feeling of surrealness. Like, what am I actually watching? Watching him. Yeah. yeah. What is this? This guy is in a, an octagon on the main stage, and in the middle of a fight, he's he's talking to the president. Yeah. I mean, Lee at that moment, if you're Lee, you're thinking, "Oh my gosh, bro." There's, yeah. This guy actually doesn't see me as an opponent. I'm a stepping stone for his career. And like Lee was fighting for his life, bro. Like I was, I was rewatching that fight again, and like you could see on his face, like he was trying to remain calm, but there's that sense of panic. Like he's trying to get the hands, he's fighting the hands, he's trying to fight every position. He's he's rolling over, trying to like he couldn't do anything else but to give him his back. Like there was there was nothing he could have like. It was, it, was, it, was, it was tough to watch. It was tough to yeah. watch because they're world-class fighters, man. You know, like when yeah, yeah. when a lot of people see a UFC fighter get beat or or something like that and they and they maybe think that it's not a good fighter, you, you have to remember that the UFC is the pinnacle yeah. Of, yeah. of mixed martial arts. To, to even get on the undercard is a process that a lot of us are, are never going to be familiar with or can't exactly. even fathom. So, yeah. so just to be in the UFC and to be ranked, you, you have to, to be, be a good fighter. I mean, to say you're the eleventh, yeah, you're like the eleventh best fighter in your division in the world. Like, there's only ten other people that are better than you at what you do, bro. That's insane, bro. Like, and that guy, that guy that had only ten other people better than him, just looked like a child against Kamzat. It looked like yeah. big brother beating up little brother, man. It, it was, really did. It, it was really hard. Did. But, but it looked like that, a bullying. That, yeah. that, that is, yeah, that's, but that's paying homage to, to Kamzat and his skill set, yeah. you know? It's, exactly. No it's, disrespect to Lee. Um, just, as, it was, it's just, it's just insane. Like how good this guy is. But I guess that's the question, right? How good is this guy? That, that is the question. Cause I really do. I'm, I'm excited for Burns because I feel like Burns is a really, really good test. But mm. in talking about Hamzat and, and how he is as a fighter, what do you think 
Darren Till, if any, has added to his arsenal or to his training regiment or or anything? What value does Darren Till give him? Because I'm sure you've seen the romance. Yeah, the yeah, another question on top of that is how, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about you know do- fighters documenting those those intimate times of their lives? But yeah, first let's. I want to hear what you have to think. I mean, what you have to say about um, what Smash Darren gives Khanda. Yeah, yeah um, Smash Bro. Uh, yo, dude, I don't really know, hey, because I, like I don't know. We haven't seen enough of Hamzat striking to know what kind of leaps and bounds he could have made, right? Because of the four fights that he's fought in the UFC, you know, only one was was fought on the feet, like was fought standing up, and that ended in 17 seconds. So, you know, we know that he's got one punch knockout power. I mean, do we? I I don't know if we know that for sure because, I mean, Jared Marshard is, you know, he's a vet. He's been around the block. Yeah, yeah. It was that thing of the UFC just feeding feeding the the old dogs to a new dog. To, to a new that's dog. What that so, was. So we like he quite put. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay, maybe he does have that one punch knockout power, um, and the, and and the punch he landed it was more about the accuracy and the timing of of the shot than it was the actual power. You know, like mm. it was just picture perfect. It was like the perfect right hand, right like right cross. Like it was just perfect. Like there was nothing. I'm not to say there was nothing he could have done, but like once it lands, you know, with that kind of timing and precision. I, I'd be hard-pressed to find a guy who does well taking a shot like that. Um, mm. So in terms of what Darren Till adds, we could only really speak about his striking and maybe there is an evolution in the striking that's happening that we that we don't know. I mean, he does train at Tiger Muay Thai as well, so we know that yeah. he's constantly working on that, on his striking. Um, but, you know, from personal experience, um, having done Muay Thai... I think I learned a lot through teaching. I learned a lot through like, like show, like you, you looking at something outside and being like, what's the best way to, what's the best way to, to land that technique, whatever. So it's one of those things where you say to yourself, maybe what comes up is leveling up on is his IQ. I think maybe it's the fight IQ that, 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 that would, would, be the thing that he's he's gaining the most from having a guy like Darren Till, yeah, who, yeah that sort of experience, uh, who's grappling and who's wrestling a zero. Like getting a guy from zero to somewhere, that takes a lot of like an understanding of the game. So um, perhaps that's what he's that's what he's added. Um, that's I think that's what he's added to his game. You know what I mean? So I, I think it's more about the fight IQ and um, and and we've seen these like. Um, these UFC fighters and where they have their sort of like teammates that that become close. We saw it at AKA. Um, we saw a little bit of it with Masvidal Covington. Um, we saw a little bit of it with Aldo and Baral back in the day. Like sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Team these, alpha male guys. Yeah, the team alpha male guys. Sometimes these like two fighters where they have different styles and stuff come together um, and they make each other better. So Maybe that's maybe that's what we get out of this, you know. That's maybe that's what Hamza gets out of this to say, come and train with me, and and you get like a someone you work your ass off with, and you know you. I guess he's able to push himself more because he knows he needs to push Darren, you know. Mm. So I, so I think that that's I think that's where it is. I, I don't think there's 
going to be like a huge leap. We're not going to see leg kicks and, you know, spinning back kicks and all that kind of shit coming from, from Khamzat. I, I don't think he has that in his, in his arsenal and I don't think he needs it. Um, like, I don't remember Khabib throwing a kick, for example. I don't, I don't remember Khabib ever throwing a kick. Um, so it's one of those things where, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. Uh, and just from an, opinion, an opinion point of view, what do you think about uh, just fighters documenting their life, seeing that intimate part of their lives and all of that? I, I, I personally think it's a good thing. I think it. I think without Smash Bros, we don't see the social media engagement that we have this fight week. Um, you know, the whole Smash Bros thing has led into this, and it's it's in, and even seeing Darren on the embedded episodes and stuff, it raises comes out's profile because Darren's a very popular fighter. You know, um, mm. so I, I think there's no harm, no foul in, in, in that kind of stuff. I know a lot of fighters like to keep their private lives very private, you know, like GSP, for example. We didn't really know much about GSP's private, private life. You know, we, we really just knew him as, you know, George St. Rush, you know, like that's, that's what um, we knew. I, I like you know that. I, mean? I like that, bro. Yeah, I do. I think, I, I mean, yeah. In the era that we're in, I, I I get it, man. You you need to push numbers. You you got to get engagements. You need to get taps and everything. But yeah, I mean, there's there's some real bad men out there. You know, like I'll give an example, man. Like Jorge Masvidal. I mean, yeah, I think we've both been watching him since the the Kimbo Slice fighting video days. You know, yeah, for sure. and he was just so <laughs> gangster and yeah. and tough and. Like the way he fought was just so brutal, you know? And then I started yeah. seeing him on social media and then I was like, mm, not really sure if I'm, if I'm a fan of the guy, like just who he is, you know, like as a yeah, person. I but like, I like his battle style and like his press conference vibes and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of it's Yeah. Yeah. yeah man, I think you could show too be about much. your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be about your business. You train, you know, maybe like when when you're done, release a documentary with all the footage or or something. But I I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe I'm still a bit old school about it, or, or I don't know, anti social media, bro. But yeah, it's just hmm, I definitely, a, bit, I, a bit indifferent, but leaning more towards not liking it. I definitely I get. But what do you think? Like for example, there's like with Michael Chanda, right? Like before he came into the UFC, um, not a lot of people knew about him. He comes into the UFC and everyone's like, what's the, what's the big vibe about this guy? And so he did open up his life in terms of his, his adopted son and his family and stuff. And I think that made him a whole lot more likable as a fighter. Um, mm-hmm. Like beyond that's his true. fighting style, that's very exciting. Like he's a, he's a, he's a fucking gladiator. Like beyond, beyond that, like you like the guy, like you want to see him succeed. You know what I mean? Or you look at a guy like Dan Hooker, you know, knowing that, He's, he's, you know, just knowing his story about how it's difficult for him to train, not really able to see his kids. You, you grow attached to guys like that. You know what I mean? You, there's no way you can't. So I think there's, there's a balance. I think there's, I think there's sometimes there's a balance. Sometimes it flops. Um, and sometimes it, it, it works wonders and it makes you a superstar. So it's, it's one of those yeah. things. Where it's, yeah. You, you like, and I think fighters need to be careful. I think that's why you need like a media team and all that kind of stuff. Like you actually, like in this era, you do need like people who tell you like, yo, dude, 
this is this is this should be your brand this is what you should be about beyond fighting do this and this and this and and go from there so i think i think yeah i get you i think i think that's what on um, on the on the comes out and the gilbert burns chat yeah. uh, i don't know if you do this on on this channel but uh, predictions yeah we definitely do predictions bro this one is a tough one because you know what I, I, what I what I wanted to ask you was if you look at fighters like Darren Till, Mickey Gall, um, you look at young like Edmund Shabazian is a very very good example where fighters get mm. pushed too quickly. I feel like young fighters who get pushed too quickly, it's 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 you very rarely get the lightning in the bottle like John Jones, Conor McGregor, where they get pushed straight to the title, they win it, and they're now mega stars. Um, what do you think, bro? Like, do you think that maybe this is too much of a jump? Because I mean, no disrespect to Lee Jing Liang, but you know, Gilbert Burns is a different source. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people are sleeping on Burns, even on the odds, they're sleeping on this guy. But this guy is different source. Like, he can go in there, he can finish, he can wrestle, he he's I mean, third degree black belt, he, he can choke you out and everything. And obviously we've you know, Hamzat's 10 and 0, never been finished, all finishes his wins. But if Gilbert Burns can ex- extend this guy, you know, um, if he can extend him into the third round, what kind of fight are we going to see? If he can extend him even halfway through the second round, what kind of fight are we going to see? So I'm, I'm really curious to think, like, uh, to ask you, like, what do you think about, is this too much of a jump? Obviously, that question is going to get answered on Saturday, but. Right now, do you think this is too much of a jump? Should he have taken a guy like Neil Magny, for example? That's a much safer fight. That's a fight I think he wins. And that's a fight I think he can, like, because with fighting, it's not just your athleticism and your skill, but it's that wisdom and that fight IQ that comes through going through camps, fighting octagon time. So what do you think, bro? Um, you know, when I do give you my prediction, it's totally going to contradict what I'm about to say, but the, the two guys that you mentioned, John Jones and Conor McGregor, if you really think about it, mate, when, when last did we get a new one, you know, Conor, okay. I mean, you know, it, it's been almost seven, 10 years since, yeah, since so. we got like a star that really lived up, okay. like yeah. that, that took it the whole way with I mean, John Jones, you, you can say disappointing via put, like personal life, but I mean, in cage performances, uh, whether he's on steroids or not, which he's always on, <laughs> they're, yeah. they, they're amazing. Um, so, you know what I mean? I think, I think that if a star is going to be born, bro, I think it's going to be now. I mean, Sean O'Malley, they try like to put. Yeah, yeah, they 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 realize that his legs are made out of rubber. He's, I mean, he's always going to be a dope fighter, and yeah. but like, yeah, also just not a likable guy. I I don't know. Let, let's not get into sugar Shane, but I think I think if Kamzat beats Gilbert, even if it's not convincing, I think if he beats Gilbert, he gets a title shot, and I think he's the only guy if he beats Burns I think he's the only guy that can beat Usman because and that's and that's a heavy statement because Usman yeah. is out of this world but yeah. there's there's no one else he's dude he's cleared out welterweight twice twice there's yeah. there's he's nothing for him in the division 
Yeah. And he says that he's not going to go up to one to one eighty. He doesn't want to fight Izzy. So yeah. that's not going to happen. And he's definitely not going to drop because why? Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's too, too big as well. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I think I think the push. It's been. It's been consistent. I think that has taken a bit of an upturn the last maybe two, three years. Mm. But I mean, the guy's ten and oh, he's. I think that he's, if if anyone in the UFC right now is going to be next and going to be the next star boy, I think it's going to be him. The story's interesting. I mean, the way he fucking looks with the lip. He's from yeah. Sweden, but he's also a Muslim. But yeah. you know, he's. I mean, he is the it, it, that's that. That was the same sort of rise that McGregor had. Like, whoa, this guy, the accent, he's knocking people out. Who is this yeah. guy? And then yeah, yeah, yeah. they do it on the biggest stage. And I think if he gets it done on the biggest stage, and this is going to be his biggest stage, if he gets it done, yeah. then my answer is hundred percent. This guy's a star. This 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 yeah. is next. And then he gets a title shot. And I think if he trains properly and maybe. It happens in about a year from now. If he if he can maybe develop, Usman also get a bit of a break because Homeboy's been fighting. Yeah, and, he's still, and, and Usman has Leon. I mean, Leon is next. I, I do yeah. think that the, I do think the Leon fight is going to happen. I, I think a lot of people aren't, aren't very hard on it. Um, I'm not. I'm personally not hard on the fight. I don't think Leon presents anything that Usman's going to have a, an issue with. But you know, Leon is next. I have to give it to Leon, dude. Yeah, they have to. You know, at this point, like, for, yeah, for the integrity of the sport, like, you have to. Yeah, um, yeah. How many, what's the streak? 11, 12 unbeaten. I think, um, I think it's nine, actually. I think it's nine or ten. Um, I, I don't, I, yeah, it, it's like nine or ten unbeaten because of that whole Bilal thing. But, um, mm, mm, mm. but yeah, I, I, yeah, it's it's one of those things where, this guy's on such such a long unbeaten streak, winning. He's beating everyone, and yeah, the last fight, you know, he, he narrowly escaped Diaz. Um, but other than that, there hasn't been any blips. There hasn't been any fights where you'd say, "Yo, this guy is is not the real deal." He Leon is a is he's he's a solid fighter. Um, but yeah, dude, it's one of those things. It's weird though, because like remember, Darren Till was seventeen and zero when he fought when he fought Woodley, you know. Like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's one of those. Um, it's one of those things that we don't know until we see it happen. It's yeah. Exactly. I, I always caution. I'm always. I'm always more on the cautious side when it comes to these guys' careers because of the long term effects. Like if, for example, let's say he gets past Burns, he fights Usman, and then he gets mauled in that fight. I like that. That kind of thing can change a fighter. You know, like that whole the, the to come back from that. You know. Yeah. That. That's. That's. That might be a bit too heavy, actually. You know what might be nice? Let's say, well, Usman is going to fight Edwards. And I mean, you and I, and I think a lot of people think that Usman is probably going to win. Yeah. So I think maybe Hamzat versus Edwards would be a nice fight. And then Usman can get his maybe nine, ten months off before he has to get into another camp. I think that would be the fight to make. Um, him I'd versus actually, the I'd number actually, one. I'd actually, say, I'd actually say Colby, eh? I'd actually say Hamza should mm. just fight the number one guy, Colby. I think, I, and also, and also, I think, I think in terms of like, because that could be, uh, no, it wouldn't necessarily be a pay per view, but on its own. But like that, if 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 Colby was champion, that would be a big pay per view. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It just mean, comes like, into like the whole the back and forth with the yeah. Yeah, no, but dude, I hear you. I hear you. What what happens? What happens if Kobe wins? You know, he fights Usman again. Like, yeah, come on. You, like, I'm 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 all for the best fighting the best, but let the sport let the sport evolve. I mean, you, you got you got two chances at it, buddy. Like, look in in a picture perfect fucking welterweight world. Usman beats Edwards. Comes at beats Burns. Beats Edwards. Fights Usman. Usman gets beaten, and then Kobe can fight comes at for the belt. That that yeah. would. You know, it takes a bit longer, but that the timeline is a bit more. Yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 I guess, yeah. I guess, also like Hamzat winning shakes up the division, and if Hamzat wins the title, shakes it up even more. So there's brand new matchups and all that kind of thing. Yeah, I get that. Like that's exactly. the problem with having like too much of a dominant champion. Is you saw what happened to light yeah. heavyweight, right? Like light heavyweight used to be like the the golden division, <laughs> bro. Like it used to be that division. Yeah. You know, when you had Shogun, you had Lyoto, Rampage, Rashad, and Jones comes in, he beats them all. And now we have fucking Anthony Smith and, you know, Dominic Gray. Yeah, and a fucking 21-year-old as champion. Yeah, like, it, no it, disrespect, it, yeah, no, no disrespect, but, like, it's it's no longer the the glittering division it was, you know? So, yeah, that, time, that is bro. the problem. Like, we always want to see dominant champions. But we also want to see the sport move forward. It's one of those balancing things. But um, exactly, yeah. But like in terms of predictions, to be honest, bro, I think for me personally, if if there is a finish in this fight, I think Hamzat finishes Burns. Um, if there's no finish, it's up in the air. Um, <laughs> yeah, this sounds like you're running through scenarios. This doesn't sound like a prediction. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I've, I've really been thinking about this, bro. Like, I've been thinking about it, thinking about it, and imagining like what happens in this position, what happens in that position. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean comes at. But if I'm a betting man, if I'm, if I'm gonna put money on it, I'd put my money on Burns simply because like the odds are just are just too good to ignore in a in in that kind of a fight that's actually a toss up. Like it's like the odds don't really reflect how uncertain this fight is. You know what I mean, bro? Like, like if you put your, I, I think, I think Burns is like a plus four hundred underdog. So you put your one rand in, you get four rand back. Whereas if you, if you're saying if you if you bet on Hamzat and he loses, like what you, what you stand to gain. It's like uh, it's, it's so negligible. I think you get like seventeen cents of that of of him winning. So if I'm gonna put money on it, I'm gonna put money on Burns. But I do think Hamzat's probably gonna another Hamzat masterclass. I think. What do you think? Well, the listeners of the way in, unlike your hosts, I give very straight, very poignant answers, <laughs> and yeah, I'm yeah. Like, Gilbert Burns is going to win, bro. I yeah. think, I think Gilbert is going to win, and mm. I think it's going to be a it's going to be a jaw dropper. It's it's going to be one of those ones where the whole stadium just goes quiet when Hamzat loses. Um, mm. Yeah, um, I, I really wish Hamzat wins. I mean, I like the guy as I said mm. earlier, but dude, it's Gilbert Burns. Oh, like, sleeping on this guy, bro. But yeah, when, when, we, when did Gilbert. we start sleeping on Gilbert Burns? Like, at what point did, was that a thing? You know what I mean? Mm. 
Dude, but like, and, like before oh, the yeah, before no. the title fight with Usman, we were saying like, "Yo, this is this is close. This is this is gonna be a good one." And he and you know he dropped the champ, bro. Like people forget he dropped the champ. You know, story. You know what I mean? Colby couldn't drop the champ. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and people say Colby would be champion if it weren't for 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 Usman. I think Burns would be champ. To be honest, I think I think Burns, I think Burns could even clean Colby. To be honest, like I think I think other than Usman, he's the best welterweight in the world. Um, at, at, I just at think he's point, but I think I think he's gonna lose, bro. Like, it's, it's just like it's like. I love him because he's such a gangster. Like he takes all these fucking risks. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he fought, he, he fought Wonder Boy, who's this tricky, tricky karate style striker, like very tricky. Like he didn't need to take that fight. You know what I mean? He's, he's willing to fight anyone. And I feel like fighters like that at some point that bites you at some point, like that's what we love. And and we and I know we moan at guys like Colby and all these all these other guys for like not taking fights, but at the end of the day, dude, it's their careers, and I think they're aware that like the risk involved. If I lose this fight, like if Gilbert loses this fight, where does he go from here? You know what I mean? Like he's lost to Usman, he loses to Hamzat, who's now the number one guy. You know, who does he fight mm. then? You know, he fights Edwards. That doesn't get him closer to the title. He fights Jorge. Doesn't get him closer to the title. One of the t- the title is curtains. It's curtains if he doesn't win. You know what I mean? And like, I think he knows that as well. Yeah, like it's one of those things where people aren't really saying it, but this is Burns' like last run at it, bro. Like, unless Usman, like, I don't know, something cataclysmic happens to Usman, this is it. You know, this is his last run at the title. So it's. I don't know, bro. It's one of those things where it, normally when it's the last run, it doesn't work out. You know? You know, there's, you know there's only mean, one, there's only one Glover. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's true. only one Glover to share. You know I, mean? I think yeah. he's going to win. I think, I think Ben's going to win. All right, cool. So we've, we've got, we've got opposite predictions. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Let's move on to the next fight. Let's move on to the, like the, this one is bad blood, bro. Bad blood. Mm-hmm. Lots of controversy, and I've, that's what that's what we love. Like like bad blood controversy, like um, and the two best guys in the division, hands down. Like these two guys are the best. Like these are the this is number one and number two fighting, you know. So, Aljamain Sterling, champion, Purian, interim champion. Um, first of all, okay, what, can I just say something off the rip? Can I just say yeah. something off the rip? So I just need to get this off my chest. So, you see Aljo. <laughs> okay, so I rewatched the fight, right? I rewatched the fight, and that knee that Jan threw was actually hella hard. Like, Dude. I mean, Sterling, Sterling did, he did sell it, and, and he sold it badly. He milked it. But yeah. when I rewatched that knee, and then I watched it in slow-mo on one of UFC's posts, that, that yeah. thing was actually quite hectic so yeah i was gonna ask like like before we get into yeah. this fight let's talk about the last one let's talk about like obviously it, it all came down to the fourth round when that knee was thrown like there's no more an illegal knee than like there's no more illegal strike i've ever seen in my life yeah, yeah. like that's the it, most it, illegal it, it, strike it, 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 i've ever ever seen like and we've seen like 
illegal strikes happen, low blows and knees and eye pokes and all this other stuff. But that strike there, that knee was the most illegal strike I've ever seen in my life. And if I'm in Aljo's corner, if I'm, if I'm in his corner and somehow he's able to recover, I'm saying, dude, do not like stop the fight, bro. Like, like, yeah, he milked it, but I still think he was compromised. Like that's like, that's a knee, bro. Like, like, and he was down as well. Like the, the, the impact from that knee, like Jesus, bro. Like, and I've taken a knee before, like in training and I've, and it was light, bro. And like the pain, bro, it's crazy. Like it's, 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 it's absolutely like I took it right to the forehead there. Like it was, it was crazy. And I dipped into it just like a little bit and he just raised it just a little bit. And like training, like sparring stopped. Like everyone's like, yo, are you cool? Is everything cool? I was, I was fine. Just had to, you know, get some water on that and ice. But like, bro, like that was full force right to the temple as well. Like, you know, like, yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, the the stoppage, the stoppage, it had to happen. The fight had to stop. But I I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if maybe I don't understand the rule book or if I'm just being wild and living in my own fancy world. But I would have loved to have seen a no contest. I would have liked to. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think I think a W is is yeah, it's warranted. It's warranted because you did take an illegal strike that you can't continue from. But man, I mean, let's just say that this fight doesn't count, man. Let's just say that guy made a mistake. Maybe like strip him of the title. Maybe not have a champ. I don't know if that's even allowed in the UFC, but I don't know. I think that the win was a bit hectic. But I get it. I get it. But Aljo. Aljo was, dude, the first round, he came out and he threw, I don't know how many total strikes, bro, but way more than any person that's fighting a five-rounder against Peter Young should throw. It was... Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was alarming, dude. I was, uh, I I didn't understand what was going on. And then I think that, I thought that he won that round. And I was like, okay, cool, Aljo. And then the second round came and then... It got a bit midway pissed. through. Yeah, yeah. Yan came through, and then you just started seeing that. Okay, bro, Yan is a bit different. This, yeah. the, he's man. The, the way he throws punches, bro. And uh, as you say, bro, you've trained in Muay Thai. You, yeah. you should know that. You know Muay Thai. I mean, there's, there's a lot of disciplines that are obviously great, but Muay Thai, w- when things are thrown, when elbows are thrown, when knees are thrown, it's it's with a, a certain amount of violence and, and it comes from from mm. inside. It's almost like uh, the way I like to to relate to it is, you know, like karate kicks, it's always got almost like a high pitch, like a here, here sort yeah. of, you know, sound effect. But when it's Muay Thai, it's, hoosh, hoosh, yeah, like it's coming yeah. from like a chest. It's, it's, it's hard, yeah. you know? And, yeah. And yeah, Muay Thai, Muay Thai is violent, bro. Like it's not, it's like a give and take kind of striking whereas there's no evasion it's i'm gonna hit you as hard as i can and you hit me as hard as you can let's see you you know exactly bro and, yeah. and that's that's how i saw peter fighting bro it was mm. the way he, it's so hard and for a guy his size man it's the power mm. is crazy he his takedowns yeah, on aljamain were physically i mean if we're talking about a physically strong guy we spoke about Khamzat, fucking Bro, Yan is so strong. Dude. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and, 
and and we'll talk about Aljo Sterling, who is a like grade A, like top, top, top wrestler. Like he's tops, bro. Like people sleep on this guy. Oh. We forget that like he choked out Corey Sanhagen in like a minute thirty eight seconds or something like that. Like we forget we like people forget that Aljo arguably should have been the champion. Like that fight should have been the title fight. You know, it shouldn't have been Jan versus Aldo. Like it, it you know, Jan was coming off, you know, win off 40 year old Uriah Faber, Aldo coming off loss. You know, it, it mm-hmm. really should have been Sterling versus Sanhagen. And even Sterling was there. I felt like the champ going into that fight. Um, so if we sleep on Sterling, bro, like this guy is strong. Like Sterling is strong, bro. Like, once he gets a hold of you, once he gets your back, you're not going anywhere. And we saw that he was able to get a couple takedowns and like, he's a strong guy, but the way Jan bullied him, bro, like that's, that's like, he just bullied him striking the wrestling, the takedowns, the sweeps, just bullied him, bro. Like Jan is a strong guy, dude. So it's very, he's, it's like, he's crazy, bro. Yeah. He's crazy strong, dude. And, Going into this fight, I don't see a different outcome. I think maybe mm-hmm. Aljo might be a little bit more settled. He He's yeah, maybe he's- been uh, on the big stage. He'll be walking out wearing the black and gold. You know, he'll yeah. he, he'll have a little bit more confidence. He'll The game plan will be a bit neater, I think. But and he's saying all the right think, things, you know? So yeah. If, yeah, if, yeah. if we're and, going off what he's saying, he's in the right headspace. Exactly. Yeah. He, he looks happy. He he's looking fucking jacked. Dude, he's, he's looking, he looks jacked and absolutely like ripped to shreds, bro. Like he is you can see this was a year long camp. You can see he's been yeah. in camp. Yeah. But I think when it comes down to octagon closed, door locked behind, mm-hmm. two Janes looking at each other, fighting, I think Aljamain versus Jan, Jan will probably always win that fight. And I think mm. all respect, all respect, we, we've just praised, you know, Aljamain the most, but yeah. Jan, I mean, I don't, I don't see anyone really in bantamweight who, who can compete with the guy physically, the mm. mindset, I mean, you know, these, oh, these Russian boys, I don't know if they're, they're the bleak communism infrastructure or the bleak weather or fucking yeah. something, bro. But those boys come out and they are angry dog and they fight angry and they fight good dude. So good technically. And yeah. what I love about them as well, bro, is we just commented on how jacked Aldo, I mean, how jacked um, Sterling is looking. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even if you looked at Khabib, he was, he was a big guy and like he was strong, but like, you can see it's that sort of that rugged strength, you know, that, yeah, there's, there's, that the one inner, there's something mm, inside. Mm, that that one it's been forever. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been strong since, since, since you could be strong as a boy, like, you yeah. know, no muscle or anything, but you know, that that guy can, it's almost like, will, dude, it's like, like, will like, they've just got like a different, like they, they just will themselves to be that strong. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's, yeah, like yeah, they, they're dog. it's crazy. They're crazy. So, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't see Sterling winning, but it, and I think it's young, gonna be a and young Jan is young, dude. He's twenty nine now, bro. That division is in trouble. It's in trouble, bro. Like once you see a young fighter like that, 
Yeah, I mean, he won the belt at 28. Like, once you see a young fighter like that get the belt and do it the way they, that Jan has done it, you know that he's going to terrorize these boys for a while. Like, he's going yeah. he's, he's to rule that division with an iron fist. Bro. Like, I, I, personally, for me, I think the way he beat Sandhagen was more impressive than the way Aljo beat Sandhagen. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. like, from... Because Aljo just, you know, like... A minute thirty eight seconds. You you get on his back. You choke him out. Like that's impressive. Great work. But to do it the way that Jan did it, technically sound, and he like he, he's like a computer dude. Like he's a machine dude. Like that's the best way I can describe yeah. Peter Jan. The, the way he fights. Like he just the downloads just all the information, it, and he knows exactly which strikes are gonna land, and he goes to them, and he's got and he can do it all, dude. Like. Remember the, the 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 last round of that uh, of that um, Sterling fight where he throws that spinning back fist left hook, he throws that yeah, you know, spinning yeah. heel kick like dude like this guy can do it all, bro. He just he just knows okay, you know what, dude, I'm gonna use these these are my tools I'm gonna use, and then just brings out more and more and more as and he just he just puts a pace on you that's constant and it's just grinding. He's he's a scary guy to fight, bro. Like I would not want to step. Like I would not want to see that guy across the octagon. Like he's, he's a scary individual, dude. Scary dude. Yeah, and it's uh, above that, bro. It's it's so it's so crisp. It's so technical. It's oh. it's it's like, bro. It's like the perfect song, bro. It's the power and it's the violence and it's the technique. It's he's, yeah, he's he's up there with. What is he pound for pound? Uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head, but he's number nine he, right now. Yeah, number nine, eh? Yeah, that's, but I could I could see him climbing all the way to like top five, you know, very soon. Yeah, I could see him climbing all the way up there because he's just so good. He he beats he beats a lot of people, bro. I I can think of a lot of featherweights that he beats as that well. He could beat, yeah, yeah, he's he's mad. But what what do you think is is going to happen in the fight? What do you hope for? Um, I'm hoping for a Jan finish. Eh? I think I think he's gonna finish him. I think he's gonna knock him out. Um, Aljo's tough. Um, I think the last time Aljo got finished was that um, Marlon Moraes um, knee kick thing that he like he went for a takedown and he, going for a kick turned out <laughs> and he, yeah. like that, that one that just starched him. Like it happens. That was the last time he got finished. That being said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Marlon Moraes' name, yeah. Yeah, dude. What a fall-off, dude. Like, what a fall-off. You know, like, his fall-off <laughs> has made me, like, dislike him. Like, I just yeah, don't like yeah. him. Like, yeah. he just quits. Yeah, I actually don't want to see him win. Like, he just quits. Like, he's, like, that's, it's, like, simply put, like, he's a quitter. I remember before the Moraes' Jashvili fight, I was like, this guy's going to quit. Like, at some point, he's going to quit in this fight. And he puts a beating on Morab. I'm like, oh shit, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. And then, you know, Morab survives. And and there's like a hundred and something unanswered strikes. Like, like, dude, like have some self-respect, bro. Like, fight back, bro. <laughs> like at some point you have to, you yeah, gotta say, like, bro, like you're a professional, dude. Like, yeah, dude, this is a I don't know, like, I don't know if to say like it's unprofessional not to like to like give up the way he does. Like, I've never seen anyone any fighter give up the way um Marias does on a consistent basis not just like one fight but like 
like you're almost begging like like if i'm in his corner i'm begging him to like man up bro like fight back bro like do something you know what i mean it's crazy dude yeah, yeah. like he just shells up and oh dude but anyway we're not talking about that guy <laughs> yeah he that weight man dude yeah yeah to just it's, it's whatever but yeah dude this this sterling versus yan fight is interesting cuz technically speaking sterling's on a six fight win streak um you know will 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 they raise the the first fight so sterling's on a five fight win streak yan is 8 and 0 in the ufc like these guys are number 1 and 2 like these are the two best bantamweights in the world so i'm i'm really excited this this is the fight i'm the most excited for in terms of like the technique technically like what could happen there um i don't think sterling has that much of an advantage on the ground quite frankly um not as much as we think he does so i think i think yan smokes this guy i i just i just see yan smoking this guy what do you think yeah i think we're on the same page brother i don't i don't see much being different from the first fight i know he's been in a year long camp but it, it's it's all that but, yeah. yeah we know we know what how he's going to fight we yeah. uh, from, from a technical point of view we know what his what his strong points are yeah. and we know what type of fight he's going to want to be yeah his striking is dog shit i don't like the way yeah. i don't like it he, he he's a wrestler he, he's a, he's an a1 yeah. wrestler he's yeah. he's what he's the best we are one of the best if not the best in the division uh we've yeah. seen that but i think Yan is a much more complete fighter and wherever the fight goes he beats him which is yeah. crazy to think because yeah. Aljo is so tough but yeah I think Yan is literally just on a different planet see there's the bantamweight is yeah bantamweight is is tight it's tight because if that guy's the champ it's, I don't see I don't think he beats him I don't see it 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 really is chai at that point bro like like what what like what what can anyone do you know like i i don't you know, see you know you know who could fight him if he wasn't a fucking idiot is that juice head tj delishaw because yeah, 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 yeah you're right as much as i don't like the guy as much as i don't like the guy i really don't um if you didn't know my favorite fighter of all time is cody garbrandt i know yeah, crazy yeah. because he's talking about ah oh, dude when he was good he was good but yeah. um dude tj offers I don't want to say it more than Aljo but I think that putting him in a cage versus Yan would result in a in a much more even contest. I think yeah, the show has TJ the movement, he's got the cardio. Got the mm. Yeah, and he's got the cardio he, because mm. of all the EPO but he got the cardio. So yeah. yeah, maybe take the EPO away. We don't know, but like fucking Nadia said everybody's on steroids. Mm. So he'll be good. Yeah. Um But yeah, bro. Um, I think bantamweight is, is, is. I think it's gone a bit stale. I think the yeah, many like high train. Was, eh? Yeah, I think like a I couple, think, like a couple, like maybe a year ago, we were talking about how stacked the division is. Oh, we've got all these guys. The most exciting a year ago, yeah. bro. I remember vividly. Everyone was oh bantamweight, bantamweight. But I think that it's just sort of been eclipsed by crazy fights by. amazing bookings and it's just the the fighters in the division aren't that likable it's yeah there aren't really any guys that you'd want to see on like a poster bro i mean 
I think what left a sour taste in everyone's mouth was when O'Malley lost against, remind me the guy's name? Uh, Cheeto Vera. Cheeto, Cheeto. Yeah, when he lost against Cheeto and he completely ignored Cheeto's skill set and he was like, technically I'm undefeated. And you're just like, dog, he literally just saw you lose a fight. Like, yeah, come on, bro. Like even like as loud as Connor was, when he first like started up and the hype was coming, dude, when he did catch an L, he's so mm-hmm. always so thoughtful with um, post-match interviews, always congratulating the other fighters, seeing his shortcomings, coming yeah. back better, you know, just bro, it's this, this isn't like boxing or anything, bro, where a zero next to your fight record is, is anything to, to write home about. I think Khabib yeah. was just a different story, but uh, dog, you lose MMA fights, bro. To go like undefeated, it's it's actually yeah, not even really a thing, dog. Yeah, it's, it's like near impossible, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the fact that that you're going to put down a world class fighter in Chido Vera and basically say that that fight didn't happen, I think that that was just like, ah, okay, dog, we liked you and you've got some six binny shit, but nah, nah, mm-hmm. not like that, you know and yeah. Yeah, I just the there's no one else in the division. I think Sterling and Yan are very good fighters, but I think that even from a high point of view, I think that's why they couldn't main event a show because yeah, it it doesn't have that draw anymore. It's yeah, it's a bit stale. So if, if anything, I'm keen to see the fight. I'm just very worried for what happens for 145 when it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you because. Yeah, is it? I'm um, like, if you look at the rankings, you've got like Rob Font is at like five, I think. You've got Cheeto at eight. You've got Munoz at nine. O'Malley's at thirteen. Um, Aldo's at three. It's like, ah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. Um, it's like one of those. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, like I think we need to give it a little bit more time. I think, although I do think, I do think. Sugar Sean can be the guy. I do think he can be the guy if he if he just continues the way he's doing now. Um, I think he needs to get that rematch with with um, with Cheeto. Um, back back up what he's saying. If if he goes out and he smokes Cheeto Vera, then then everything he said, you know, we have to say no. You're right. Like you smoked. Like you're right. It was one of those blips. It's kind of like when when. Um, Mustasi lost to Hall, to Uriah Hall. Um, mm. And Mustasi was like, that was a fluke. It was a fluke. And everyone was like, oh, okay. And then Mustasi comes back and he smokes Uriah Hall. And then, then you're like, okay, no, this guy is real. And it makes the division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I think it just needs one or two guys to, like, really make it exciting. Because I think, I think the guy that's being a bit slept on, that could be the guy, is Marab. He's being a bit slept on. Um, I think he could be a guy that mixes things up if he gets the right the right kind of matchup. But there's not there's nothing really there at one thirty five that's that really like. And I also think it's also because the title has been like so it's been like logged up. Like you you find that the divisions that are the most exciting is where the champion is fighting. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. Exactly. There's, there's even times where, where where you forget who 
like there were, I think like maybe two weeks ago, I was just chilling and I was like, it's like, who is the champion of bantamweight? Like yeah. what's going on there? It, it just, yeah, it doesn't have that draw. And, and for mm-hmm. someone who's, who's really into the sport, it's, I don't know. It's, you know, let me not be negative. Let me not be negative. It, it'll I'm boom. Sure. It'll boom. But yeah, let's, let's take it one fight at a time. Let's see. I'm let's see what sure. happens on. Yeah. Let's see what happens on Saturday night. So, I mean, like, let's say, let's say, I mean, let's go with our prediction. Jan wins this fight. I think TJ Dillashaw yeah. is probably the next guy. Um, he's probably the next guy. I mean, he, I don't think he won the Sanhagen fight, but he, I mean, he won it. Um, so he's the next guy. So he's kind of throws up like, okay, we need to book a number one contenders fight of some variety. I don't know if we throw Sterling into that um, because we, we are going to see a very violent like beating. Like it's going to look a little racist. Like it's going to be very, <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? Like it's, it's going to look yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. he hates, like he's going to look like he hates niggas. Like it's going to, it's going to look that bad. So I don't know if you throw Sterling back into a contenders fight, but I think you maybe do something like, um, and I, I mean, Aldo and Font fought and Aldo beat him. So maybe you do Aldo Sanhagen, maybe do that fight and make that a number one contenders. Um, I know Sanhagen really wants that Dominic Cruz fight. Maybe do that as well. Yeah, the division's really up in the air. Like these matchups aren't very exciting. Um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, Aldo. Aldo Aldo Sanhagen would be nice. Um, it would be nice to see Sean soon. Um, but yeah, I actually saw a crazy stat about Aldo. Did you know that Aldo's never lost against anyone that wasn't the champion or the number one contender? Really? Bro, fucking <laughs> crazy that Madonna. So, um, yeah, I think yeah, it would be sick to see him lift the title again and fucking go back to Brazil and be the guy. But yeah, yeah man, it's it's bland. It's bland. The division. It's it's got nothing that I would really, really, really want to see. Yeah. Other than this fight, this fight is going to be sick. But everything yeah, else, this fight, yeah, this fight is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, this fight is sick. Everything else, we'll see what happens. I think, I think it, it, we need like a fight of the night contender kind of thing to really shake things up um, between the, the the next few contenders, the next few bantamweight fights that we see. We need like a real fight of the night banger where two guys go in there and they give us something incredible and then we're like oh let's let's pay attention to these guys but hey that's uh, that's 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 fighting dude like as fans i won't lie dude we're very fickle sometimes you know like we're hot in these things and then we get cold and it happens bro but that's the that's the nature of the that's the nature of the game dude like what what are we going to do all right so the main event volkanovsky versus the korean zombie chan sung jung um Bang of a fight, bro. Like, I'm actually quite happy that they made this fight. Um, yeah, dude, I'm quite happy that they made this fight. Obviously, want to see Volkanovski Holloway 3. Um, but obviously, Max dropped out with an injury. I think he's still the backup, right? He's still, he's, yeah, he's the backup now. Um, so yeah, maybe they were a bit premature on booking it, but um, I'm not, I'm not upset with TKZ getting the title shot. I think he. Although he's he's what now four and two since he came back from military service, um, I think he's only lost to Yair and Ortega, and obviously Max just yeah. Max just beat Yair senseless, and Ortega got smashed by um, by by Volk and Holloway. So 
it just makes sense that TKZ gets the shot. Yeah, stylistically, I, I like the matchup from an enthusiast of a, of mixed martial arts point of view. Yeah. I think it's very hard to be a fan of the UFC and not be a fan of the Korean zombie. Uh, his style is exciting. He, he's given us some of the most memorable finishes, some of the most memorable fights. Um, mm. As you said, he's just come back from military service. And as you said earlier, when we were discussing um, fighters showing us their private lives and how that sort of relatability can can either turn you into a fan or or, or the opposite. And I think, you know, seeing what uh, Korean Zombie's done for his country yeah. and just the type of person he is also in the Embedded series, it's also given us a bit of a of an insight into his life and just the, the type of strong character that he's got. Yeah. Um, but from a mixed martial arts point of view, man, as you said, he, he's four and one. Since he's been back from the military, um, he lost against Ortega. He lost. He lost against Rodriguez. But before that, even the fights that he did lose before that, it was one I think against Jose Aldo, and then before yeah. that, it was against Dustin Poirier. So he's only losing against no, he beat elite Dustin. opposition. He beat Dustin. Yeah, oh, yeah, he yeah, beat yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. That was like in 2013, 2012, somewhere there. But yeah, yeah. He, he's he's fighting elite competition. If he does lose, it's against elite competition, and yeah. everyone knows that they've put in front of him. He he's done a decent job. I mean, Frankie Edgar, um, yeah. that that was a good fight. Him versus yeah. versus Rodriguez. I think you know I liked the way that that fight was going. He he only got finished in in the fifth or the fourth round, so he, he put up like a bit of a fight. Literally, yeah, literally yeah, like oh, yeah, like literally a buzzer beater elbow. Like happens, bro. Like you know they they were slugging it out, and Rodriguez threw like a hail mary elbow, and and it worked out for him. Um, so it's just yeah, it was an it was an it was an unlucky loss that one. You know, so we can't yeah. really put too yeah, much exactly. too much stock into that uh, one. He's He's elite, exactly. and, he, and he's been he's been at the top of the division for a very very long time as well. Um, exactly. Even, even his return fight against Dennis, uh, Dennis Bermudez, like at the time Bermudez wasn't any slouch, you know. Bermudez was one of the top guys, um, and he came in there and he and he dominated, bro. So um, he's definitely got the right mentality, and he's. I, I think in terms of the most complete fighters in the division, I think I'd put TKZ up there as probably the most complete because um, he has the submission threat, power in his hands, in both hands. Um, the wrestling is solid, um, very well-rounded, but Volkanovski also is very well-rounded. I think he just um, does it a bit different. I think Volkanovski changes his approach based on who he's fighting, whereas TKZ has the same sort of approach and he can just bring out any tools he wants. Um, so it's, it's going yeah. to be a good one. I mean, we're just seeing our praises about Korean Zombie, the, the one man in the matchup. But Volk, I mean, I'll be honest, bro. And I think uh, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of hardened MMA fans feel the same, that when Volk popped up onto the scene and, and after his fights against Holloway, I wasn't, I wasn't 100% convinced. Um, yeah, yeah, I think even now, even now I, I, I'm convinced because I've seen it with my own two eyes. Yeah. But... He's, he's not the champ that I want, but that, that's just a personal preference. But when it's, it's 25 minutes in the octagon, I think that at featherweight at 145, he is, he is scary. He, yeah. He's beaten arguably the best featherweight of our lifetime in Holloway twice. Yeah. Um, the fight with Ortega was absolutely crazy. I, I don't know how 
he he managed to stay alive in those fights. That's just yeah. a, apart from his skill set. That's just an O to the type of person he is and the type of tough son of a bitch that that he is. And I think that I think that he he wins the fights, but mm-hmm. my main thing, and I mentioned this uh, earlier with one thirty five as well, is that if he does lose the fight, it sort of puts one forty five in a very weird position mm-hmm. because. It, in my opinion, Volk has to get an immediate rematch. Um, yeah. That that's for sure. And yeah. where I'm, where I'm trying to scratch my head and trying to see what happens next is is the number one contender fight after that because we've mm. seen Max versus Brian. We we saw what happened. I mean, Brian is you know he's maybe a little bit more advanced. He cut the hair. He's got Tracy Cortez on his arm. Maybe he's a different fighter. We don't know. But yeah. That makes the most sense for the first contender fight, but we've seen it. So, um, yeah, yeah I, you know, I don't know. It's, 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 a, it's a weird one. Yeah. It's a weird one because um, Holloway deserves a title shot, hundred percent. No matter who wins the fight, he deserves a title shot. I mean, he he's absolutely smashed everyone who they put in front of him, and he's just gone out and he's done his thing, um, just like Robert Whitaker. You know, just he's gone out, beat guys, and said, "Listen." You know, I may not be the champ, but I'm the guy. You know, so and and arguably he won that second fight against Volkanovski, and that's why everyone wants to see this, see the trilogy go down. Um, so it yeah, it is very interesting in the sense that you do, you I don't know if you make a number one contenders fight because he he's un it's like it's not even disputed who the number one contender is. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like so. You can't really what, put what, it. What, what, what do you do? What, tricky, what do man. you do? You put uh, Max against the against the champ, and then what? Ortega versus Yair, or you know, Calvin Cater still in the mix. Let's not forget. Yeah, I mean, he did get yeah, yeah. in his last fight against Holloway, but the beauty the fight in the last fight, uh, I'm forgetting. Giga. But Giga, yes, Giga, Chikadze. Yeah, yeah, he he put on a show against Shikadze, and he was so much stronger than him. It was it was such a great. You can see the difference between a guy in the top five and a guy in the top and and a guy in the top ten in that fight. So yeah, he 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 also deserves a very high profile fight. But it's just it's it's the same complaint as bantamweight, but it's coming from a different place. I think in it's bantamweight, we yeah. sort of seen, yeah we've seen the talent, and we we sort of got who. Yeah, might fight for the title next, but but our, our choices are limited. But I feel like with featherweight, there's five, maybe six guys who you could say, okay, maybe you get a next contender fight. You you get to fight the guy who who fights after Champ versus Holloway. So I'm yeah. very excited for the division, and and I'm very excited for the fight. It's just I don't see Korean Zombie posing that much of a threat. I think the title fight is sort of one given on merits. Like, okay, you've been in the business. You've been an elite guy. You've been hovering around the, the top five, top 10 for a while. Yeah. You, you deserve that. But I think him versus Volkanovski, I think that there's only one winner. But mm. I would love to see an upset. I'd love to see Volkanovski Get, lose yeah. that fight. And it would just be a feel-good moment for, for, I think, a lot of UFC fans to see uh, like Chan Sung Jung. Yeah. Finally get his flowers, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And he'd be the he'd be the first champ. I saw this one embedded. Um, he'd be the first champ from Asia. Yeah, so if male champ, yeah. from a yeah, yeah, just from a from a marketing point of view, and and where UFC wants to go in the future, I think that would be massive because as soon as as Wei Li became champ, we, we saw 
how much the, the Asian market tapped into the UFC, how many yeah. interactions they were getting. Um, and, and that's a huge market, bro. I mean, if we just touch into other sports, um, I, I saw about two days ago, uh, I watch a lot of football, a lot of Premier League, mm. but all of the sponsors on the shirt, like I don't know who they are. I've, I've never seen these companies. And after doing a bit of research, I, I realized that a good 90 to about 95% of them are, are Asian companies or, yeah. or Middle Eastern companies. So that just goes to show how mainstream sports are, are trying to break into that market. So for a sport that's moving into the mainstream and, and getting bigger every year, I think if they've got that Asian presence or that Asian flagship athlete, I think that that might do wonders for UFC. And who knows, we might see a UFC event in Asia in the next couple of years if yeah. a Korean Zombie does win. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm also... I mean, they've they've been to Singapore. I don't know. They've been to Korea, uh, South Korea before. They've been to China before, but it was more fight nights and that kind of deal. Um, but here, you know, we really want, like imagine a pay per view. I mean, they're doing a pay per view in Singapore, so clearly they are tapping into that. I think UFC two seventy five or two seventy five is going to be in Singapore. That's the one headlined by Glover and and. Um, and Yuri. Uh, Yuri, yeah, Clover and Yuri. Yeah. So they are tapping into that. So I think I also I also think that um with this um I also think that you know it'll give a lot of Asian fighters an opportunity in the UFC because I don't know if you watch one, but one is like the fighters there are are elite. Like those are those yeah, are class crazy. Those are crazy. One is fighters. making such nice fucking steps in the in the mixed yeah. martial art, art. Did you see uh, Mighty Mouse versus Rotten? Yeah, I did, dude. What a fight that was, bro. Dude, how like the, the, that idea of having a, a mixed martial arts yeah. fight, but separating the martial separating arts, or yeah. it, 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 that, that that's brilliant. I think that that might be the future of the sport. But one, yeah. I'm very excited about one. Yeah, no, I am also very, and I also love love that they have the Grand Prix thing that they do, and they make it like really big these Grand Prix. So like you know the the yeah, person yeah, who wins yeah. the Grand Prix keeps that belt, days. they hold that belt as like you know like it's still a belt that I won, and even if they go and challenge for like another title and lose, you're still the Grand Prix champ. Like you still went and you you basically went into a tournament and beat everyone, so you're still the champ in that regard. So I really do like the way one is set up, and I think. Um, yeah, I, I I honestly honestly think that um, TKZ winning would you will just see an influx of of those kind of guys moving into the UFC. Lots of more Asian fighters believing that the UFC is a viable option for them, um, and and I think the UFC will, will be more willing to accommodate them. You know what I mean? Because obviously, the 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 main reason why um, the UFC hasn't really gone into that market. I mean, they did try with pride, but the whole Yakuza thing, you know, yeah. shit, happens. shit happens. But, um, you know, with, with um, the, the reason why it's just geographically, it's just so far away, you know, um, it's like literally on the other side of the world. So it's very hard to tap into that. That's why they haven't really tapped into the Russian market as well, because like, it's just the distance, the distance is just too, like, it's just logistically, I can see how that's a nightmare. But um, I really do think with T- if TKZ does win, it, it opens that up as this is actually the way we should be going. Um, and also, like, you know, TKZ has Suhudo in his corner. 
Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what what Henry adds to his game. To be honest, I don't really rate Henry as a coach. I think the only fight he's won as a coach was with Figueredo. Um, and even then, that that wasn't like the best of performances that we've seen from Figueredo. Um, so it's, it's 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 tricky, bro, because you know he was cornered Whaley and she lost. You know he's trained with Gaslim and Costa. They're not they're not up right now. Um, we'll see what happens because he's he's you know training with uh, Yiri, so we'll see how that that works out. Um, so the the Sohudo factor, mm, we'll see. I also just don't like how he makes it about him, you know? Yeah, yeah, all the time. I mean, you know, that, that's how he is, bro. Little annoying fucking triple C. I mean, yeah, shout out to one of the greatest of all time, but yeah, also not not a huge fan, just how no he carries fan. himself in the sport. But uh, I, at the moment, uh, he, his camp isn't doing well. He His gym yeah. is new compared to, you know, the, the big guys that we know. Yeah. Um, but I think, I mean, give him maybe three, four, maybe five years. I think that that camp is going to turn into something special. He's already got some some huge well, names fighting out of exactly, there. Exactly, yeah. So I think the, the potential the mix, potential yeah, the potential is there with the right mix. It gives me like a, it gives me a Stanford MMA feel, you know, like where they just yeah, or, big group of, world-class elite fighters, you know what I mean? Like Stanford AT ATT sort of feel, you know, like I think that's the vibe they're going for. That's what they want. So uh, it's, I'm, I'm very keen to see how that goes. I'm very keen to see where they, where they go with that. So your official prediction is Volkanovski. What are you seeing? He's seeing that he says he sees a finish, but I mean, he's only had three finishes in the UFC against like not very strong competition. Um, I think the most notable finish he has was against um, Chad Mendes, but Chad was on his way out of the UFC anyway, um, past his best. Um, so I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, you know, like, and we, we and the, the thing that, that bothers me about Volkanovsky is we, he is susceptible to be put in terrible positions. You know, he's not like mm. Max, where you're not going to put Max in a bad position. It's just not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, if Max wants to fight standing, it is just going to be standing. And he's going to tee off at a distance and everything, and he's going to control that whole thing. You're not going to drop him. You're not going to do anything. Whereas we've seen Volkanovski get dropped. We've seen him in terrible division where he's gone mounted in a mountain guillotine, then into a triangle. Like, I don't think his uh, defensive jiu-jitsu is great. I think... What got him out there is his toughness, more so than anything. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, like, and I think that, that guillotine pay, was in. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, but yeah. but again, that's that's uh, as you're saying, it's it, it's shaky. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's also an O to the type of fight he, yes, is, he and, is, yeah, and his toughness. I mean, it, let's not forget that as much as these guys are elite athletes with elite mixed martial arts big backgrounds, they are fighters. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's sometimes a fight, you, you get knocked down, you stand yeah. up, you, you win the fight. I mean, that's yeah. that's the show of a true champion. It's For sure. We love to see the flawless victories, the George St. Pierre's of the world who are going to come in and put on a show every time. But I think the vulnerability, if anything, makes him a bit more relatable. And it, it, it adds a little bit of excitement to the fight, you know? Yeah, um, it does. I love to see, yeah, I love to see a, a clean, polished 
10 out of 10 Calvin Cater versus Max Holloway type of performance. But then again, it's also nice to see someone get rocked. I mean, if you remember when we saw Vito Balfour nearly get that armbar on John Jones, I mean, that was, even though it didn't go in for a second, the whole world was like, okay, John Jones is the best, but you know, yeah. he's fighting out of it. It's a bit of excitement. So I think... Yeah, it does. That, that's right. Yeah, if anything, it's an O2, his toughness and his fighting style. But yeah. I think I think he wins. If we're going to prediction, I think he wins. Let's, as we said earlier, people like to forget. Let's, let's not forget Volk. We might not be his biggest fans, but we're talking about a guy who's on a 21-fight win streak. Yeah. Career 11, 10 or 11 knockouts by, I mean, wins by knockout in his career. This yeah. is a serious... He has, he, there have been 21 other mixed martial artists who have been put in front of him and he has not lost against one of them. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's hard for me. If, if I'm looking at his, his last couple of wins, it's Ortega, it's Holloway twice, and it's Jose Aldo. Yeah. If you ask me, all of those guys are, are better than the Korean zombie. So it's hard for me to justify why. Yeah. I would see a guy like Korean Zombie coming in there and and sort of ending this twenty one fight win streak and and beating the guy that Holloway and and Ortega couldn't beat. Yeah. Um. But yeah, my my prediction, if I'm going to be super specific, it's going to be Volkanovski by decision. Maybe yeah. give Zombie one round. Um. But yeah, I, I don't see I don't see how he gets out of that cage with his arm raised. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I agree with you. I think the like the most likely outcome is a Volkanovski decision. But I think if there is a finish, I think TKC will probably, you know, because, um, you know, Max dropped um Volkanovski, but he doesn't have Max doesn't have that like that dangerous ground and pound, that like dangerous threat when when someone's on top of you and landing the shots and you're trying to defend and now he's going for an arm or he's going for your neck. Um. So I think. TKZ, I think he has the greater finishing threat for sure. Um, and yeah, I, I think he has a puncher's chance. You know what I mean? He's got a yeah, chance. Yeah, of course. He's got a puncher's chance and, 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 a, and a, a significant one. Otherwise, we wouldn't be as this excited for the fight. Um, but yeah, I do agree with you in saying that, you know, it's probably just going to be another Volkanovsky masterclass. Um, he gets the decision, he wins. Um, and then we get to see Volkanovski Max 3. If that doesn't happen um, and TKZ wins, I think an, an immediate rematch would be nice, but it also would hold up the whole division. Um, I think it's one of those things where you think to yourself, you know, Max got an immediate rematch because he, you know, he went on that 12 fight unbeaten streak. Uh, he beat Pettis, Aldo twice, Ortega, um, Edgar. I mean, he and he was he, he defended the title. I think four or five times, whereas Volk has defended the title one, twice. Once against you know a guy who's already fought before. Once against a guy who's already fought for the belt and didn't look good when he fought for the belt and didn't look good again. It's one of those things where. I think for the excitement, I think the UFC will probably book TKZ Max and maybe give Volkanovski Keita or, you know, I think I think that would be a better way to mix things up, um, keep things fresh. And also Volkanovski doesn't really sell pay-per-views. 
Um, yeah, that's, that's a major that's, thing. As that's well. a major thing that 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 he has against him. So, I mean, that's why the card is so stacked stacked because they he needs you know these other fights to push pay per view points for him. So it's one of those things where you say, yeah, you, I I want to give Volkanovski that immediate rematch, and I think. Uh, TKZ did say, he said, you know, they asked him, like, who would be next if you won? And he basically said, you know, I'm not looking past this guy, but if I did win, Max is someone I've always wanted to fight, but I do believe, you know, um, Volkanovski does deserve a chance at, you know, getting, you know, a, a chance at revenge. So it's it's a tough one. I think, I think, and it's it's also very tough for Volkanovski because it's from the perspective that, listen, I gave Max a rematch. Why don't I get a rematch? You know exactly. Um, yeah. So it's very, it's yeah. very hard, man. It's very tricky. It's it's so tricky. Um, but yeah, you have to make the business decision. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just have to yeah. make that business decision. And if Volkanovski doesn't want to fight, that's okay. Whoever wins between TKZ and Max, um, you know, Volkanovski is going to be next regardless. You know, so he yeah. can sit yeah. it out. Sure. He can he can wait it out if he doesn't want to get that cater fight. But that cater fight would be very fun to watch and it would be a good matchup. Um, you, you compare Volkanovski, Keita, you pair Ortega and Yair, and then you say TKZ is champ versus Max Holloway. That three amazing fights for us to watch. You know what I mean? Like, whereas if you say TKZ, Volkanovski, it's sort of Yair, Ortega's on the, on the table, but there's no one else really that, you know what I mean? So... It's a tough one, man. Sometimes you, I, yeah. like, I, I like, I like, I need, sometimes you just wish fighters thought more like Dana, more like the matchmakers in the sense that they thought about the business end of, of everything. And they thought about, okay, listen, um, the, the best way to get to the title would be this, this, and this. And you get weird things like, you know, people ranked at number six calling for a title shot. And you're like, like, bro, like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, feeling so. it. And that, that's why I was a little bit pissed off uh, the first time I saw this matchup. Is because I mean, I liked, I liked it at face value. I still like the matchup. I'm very excited for Saturday. But yeah, it, it, so what happens next for me? And yeah, for me, one one forty five is a very exciting division. But yeah. I mean, if you look at it from, I mean, just a, a factual point of view, the the number three pound for pound ranked guy. Is, mm. is fighting uh, a journeyman, a guy that's been in the in the industry for a while. Yeah. He, he's a fan favorite. But even if that guy wins, even if that, what, what have we, you know, what have we proved? What? Yeah. You know, it almost feels like whatever happens in this fight, there's not going to be a massive result. I mean, yeah, wins. Everyone expects Vogue to win. Oh, if Korean Zombie wins, amazing. Everyone is happy, but. It, does it prove that he's better than Volk? Because I think if they do get a rematch, Volk is going to come back with with Fury, and he's probably going to win. Um, and and who does he want to fight next as champ? I mean, yeah, Max would be a nice fight, but as you said, Volk deserves that rematch because he's been giving them out. And um, yeah, I don't see Brian Ortega and Yaro Rodriguez or Calvin Cater having the grounds to say that they need a title shot next. So. I think it's going to be a very interesting year for 145. Um, I think the fights are going to be interesting to to see who sort of creeps into that top five because 
there, there are still, you know, some exciting fighters. There's arguably the second biggest, maybe third biggest up and coming in, in Bryce Mitchell, who's, yeah. who's ranked ninth and his, his submission game is, is something to, to look out for. If, yeah. if I were to see him, I mean, I know that he's ranked ninth right now, I think, but if I were to see him versus zombie after this, that, that would be nice. I mean, the two, yeah, the two twisted birds, if, yeah. if you want to say those, those guys are nice. Um, yeah, that's actually I a very think, good yeah, but, I think a low key, Guy who I've really been liking the last couple of years is also Josh Emmett. Yeah, I think, Josh, yeah. yeah, I think that he's he's very rough. He's he, he's a tough matchup for anyone. I don't think anyone ranked wants to fight that guy. So yeah, I, I think he can he can get a top five fight next. It, it it's so open. It's so open once you look past the champion and the number one ranked guy. I think yeah. those two guys are are elite and they're a level above the division as we've seen. So um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for 145. It's just that this matchup, it's and it's the main event, right? Yeah, main event. It puts a lot of things into doubt. But actually, if if, if another option is if if Volkanovski does get past TKZ, um, which is the most likely option, I'm I'm actually thinking about it now. Um, then Max is obviously next. I think a, a nice number one contenders fight could be Yair versus Kader. That would be. I think that's justifiable as a number one contenders. Um, fight simply because we've just seen Ortega take a beating so let's leave him out for a little bit maybe give him um, maybe give him whoever's ranked six or seven um, you know you know fight for your spot um, Yair came off a loss from Max but he he gave us a good showing you know he's been out for so long and he gave us like a proper warrior showing and sometimes you 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 win in defeat um, and I think that's, a, that's the case for him a little bit like He's won, his stock is up, even in defeat. So I think capitalize on that. Give him Calvin Cater, who's coming off a very impressive win of um, Dan Ige. Um, so, uh, sorry, of Giga Chikaze. So you you put, you know, or, uh, you put Yair and and Cater together, make that a number one contenders fight. Volkanovski versus Holloway would be the championship fight. Then you say Ortega versus... Um, Giga or you say Ortega versus Bryce Mitchell or anyone really like you know Ortega being at number three but having lost to the champ um, badly and the number one contender badly um, his his spot he needs to fight for I think a little bit I think he does need to fight for that for that spot that he has now so um, it's similar to when he fought Korean Zombie before he was fighting for that spot so I think, you know, give him a fight, a, 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 a guy who's hot, give him someone who's hot, who's coming off a win maybe. Um, yeah, maybe that Bryce Mitchell fight makes the most sense. Um, it'll yeah, be exciting. I think, I think that would be fun. Yeah, as a fight night, Ortega, Doug Nasty would actually be a very exciting fight, fight to watch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, could it just give me... Uh, bro, can you just give me like two minutes? Actually, I just ordered food and the guy literally just buzzed the gate. No problem. Go ahead, bro. Okay, I'll wait. I'm just going to put my shit on mute in case anyone yeah. uh, walks into my office and starts wiling out. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I'll just pause. It. All right, bro. Thank you so much for joining me and coming to talk to me. Really enjoyed this episode, bro. Like, And also just enjoyed like recording. It's been so long. So I really appreciate this, my man. Like, 
Thank you so much. You're definitely going to be a regular guest on the on the, on the podcast. Um, and thanks for everyone for listening. Spoo, any closing any closing thoughts, bro? Uh, yeah, man, Kuda, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'd love to come back whenever you send me an invitation, but just know that I'll accept. And uh, just in closing, I just want to say shout out to James and Tyrone Platt, to everyone listening. Those are the two biggest MMA fighters coming out of Johannesburg. They're twins as well, which is a super crazy thing. And uh, just shout out to all the Mansion boys and uh, shout out to everyone listening. Thank you guys for uh, choosing to listen to the weigh-in today. And Kuda, my man, thank you so much for the platform. Thank you, my brother. Thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, it's been the weigh-in. And your boy Kuda, your boy Spoo. And uh, enjoy Saturday night. Enjoy the hostilities. Thanks so much.